You are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Got a great show for you today. We're going over all those Bachelor in Paradise reunion spoilers that I gave out on Saturday on my Twitter and Instagram. Plus, we're going to talk a little bit about some post-Bachelor in Paradise reunion spoiler stuff. And maybe we'll get to a little bit. Uh, we're going to talk about the Gabby and Eric really quick and um, some sports to wrap this thing up. But uh, we will get to all that momentarily. As you know, this podcast is brought to you by Dame Products, including their new introductory vibrator, The Dip. Whether the dip is your first vibrator or the toy that helps you rediscover what feels good for you, it's designed to be unintimidating and to encourage pleasure exploration without shame. So what you got to do is go to dameproducts.com and use the promo code REALITYSTEVE to take 15% off your first order. That's dameproducts.com, promo code REALITYSTEVE to take 15% off your first order. All right, well, much of today's podcast is going to be dedicated to the Bachelor in Paradise reunion spoilers. They're all on my Twitter. Some people don't follow Twitter, so I'm going to do them in the podcast as well and maybe throw in a few thoughts because everything I put on Twitter was just what happened at the show. I'll throw in a a few ideas here and whatnot. Um, The biggest thing, obviously, being the Johnny, Victoria, and Greg triangle. I had predicted last week, I said, look, I know nothing, but... If I'm a producer, Greg's at this thing. There's no way I wouldn't bring him there. And as you know, Greg did end up showing up. Greg Grippo. For those that don't know what Greg I'm talking about, Greg Grippo, the guy from Katie's season and the guy who's recently been seen in Italy and Nashville with Victoria Fuller because they are dating. So Johnny came out on stage first, basically said he did say some things that he regretted in his relationship with Victoria. They did do couples counseling for about three weeks after the show, but then it got ugly. Um, Victoria uh, said that Greg called her a stupid see you next Tuesday and claimed that he told her she didn't cook or clean, so what good was she as a woman? An allegation, clearly. Johnny came back with he didn't want to go down that road. He didn't want to air dirty laundry, but when she went there, he went to the fact that he claims that Victoria threw a wine glass at him and told him she was out of his league. Again, an allegation. Like I said, I said this all week. I said, look, it's going to be very juicy, and it's going to be interesting to see how Johnny and Victoria handle this, but both of them just threw out allegations. There was no proof for anything. I It would be very low of either of them to make that up, but... When you're in a battle and you're hunkering down and going after somebody, we've seen worse. Like, I mean, I look, I don't know what, I have no idea what Johnny said to her in their relationship. I have no idea if he called her a stupid see you next Tuesday or if he told her she's not good. What, what good is she as a woman if she can't cook and clean? I have no idea if he said that. Victoria said he did. Okay, well, I guess people that like Victoria will believe that Johnny said that, and people that know Johnny will say he would never utter such a line. Johnny did claim that he did not say he never called her a stupid see you next Tuesday. He did retort with that. He said he did admit to things he says he shouldn't have said and he regretted, but that he never called her that. Okay, well, I guess we're at a standstill about that. 
Tyler was on the stage, Tyler Norris uh, from Johnny's season. And, uh, you know, that was on Rachel and Gabby's season. who finished fourth for Rachel. He was the one that chimed in and said he had heard through a reporter that Victoria cheated at a party in L.A. and she was telling everyone that she was very much single. Victoria went off on him, told him to mind his own business, doesn't concern him. But it also got brought up that Greg and Victoria were talking pre-Paradise. Nothing serious. He said he had his ex. That's why he didn't go down to Paradise. But she did tell Johnny about it. And then Johnny did see Greg texting Victoria when they were together. But Victoria assured him that she and Greg were just friends. And Johnny found out about the Italy trip through social media. Again, the fact that that relationship has now been established that there was, you know, quote unquote, a platonic relationship before Victoria ever went down to the beach. And after she went down to the beach, she was texting with Greg. And we're when we're really supposed to believe that it was all platonic, there was never any hint of any sort of emotional cheating whatsoever. But the second Johnny and Victoria broke up, that's when Greg pounced and that's when they realized they wanted to date. I mean, look. Do I have proof? No, but I have an opinion. And my opinion is there is no way that there was nothing going on whatsoever. Now that we've established they were actually talking before she ever went down to paradise and while she was an engaged woman to Johnny, she was texting with Greg platonically. The other thing I want to point out about this weekend is I'm sure you've all seen it by now. The after party, Nick Vial throws an after party and who's there? Johnny and Victoria along with only selected few members from Bachelor Nation. So, once again, it proves my point last week that I made when Nick came out on his podcast and said, oh, no, I've heard there is no cheating and no infidelity. I told you that came directly from Victoria and John, uh, Victoria and Greg, and clearly it did because they were hanging out at his house this weekend, along with only a selected few from the franchise. I mean, there isn't a guy that's more hypocritical in his coverage of this show than Nick Vial. That's all you got to know. Do you think he's ever going to say something objective about Victoria and Greg going forward, considering Victoria and his girlfriend are like BFFs? Of course not. So how about you actually listen to people who don't have a stake in anything, who have an objective view on things, and don't listen to anything that that hypocritical guy, <laughs> they don't need to call him names, uh, that, you know, he's a hypocrite. I mean, all you got to do is go back and listen to the interview he did with me. If you really want to get riled up, go listen to that and then go see what he's doing now on his podcast and the things that he claims to do. He literally on his interview with me would accuse me of things and hiding certain things and only going after certain contestants and, you know, only taking the information of disgruntled contestants on the show. Yet here is this guy literally giving you information saying that, oh, no, no cheating involved with Greg and Victoria. No infidelity happened. And then they're at his house two days later at an after party. <laughs> Can you make it more obvious, Nick? I mean, good God. Just showing your ass. It's unbelievable. But yet he thinks he does nothing wrong. So Nick Vile, I don't think, has ever been wrong in his life, according to him. So have fun with that. Victoria and Greg also got matching uh, tattoos in Italy. Yeah, so there's that. Uh, Rachel and Gabby 
were at the show, but they never they never got brought on stage. Uh, the other alumni that were there were Joe and Serena and Kenny and Mari. Some other things that happened during the Bachelor in Paradise uh, reunion tapings. As you know, Michael and Danielle are still together. She did say uh, at the taping that she is going to move to Ohio, but she is getting her own place. They are taking things slow. Brandon and Serene uh, are still engaged. They did get a gift from the show, a trip to Hawaii. Um, also, in regards to Brandon and Serene, on the final day when they got engaged down in Paradise, Jesse told them he was ordained, and he asked them if they wanted to get married right there. So Bachelor in Paradise is going to end with a little bit of a cliffhanger this season because it's going to end wondering whether or not Jesse ended up marrying Brandon and Serene. We see them come out on stage. They say they didn't. Um, parents and friends would have, they said, would have killed them if they would have got married without them knowing. Um, Tyler and Brittany, as we know, they left as a Bachelor in Paradise couple, um, but have since broken up. They said they met each other's families. Uh, Tyler told a story about he was going to L.A. for a party. He asked Brittany if she wanted to go. She said she couldn't because she didn't have the money to get a plane ticket out there. He offered to pay for her. She said no. And then three days later, she bought her own ticket to London and then went to Italy for herself. And she broke up with him on FaceTime. Uh, I guess her reasoning was she said their goals uh, didn't line up. She didn't see it long term with him. She just kind of wanted him to be his own person and felt like he was revolving his life around her. Okay. Um, Genevieve and Aaron did not go to the overnights. He broke up with her on the show. Uh, basically said that every time they got in a fight, she tried to leave. I guess things seem to be amicable between them now, but it might be a little tense, but there's definitely not like a ton of bad blood there. And when it comes to Bachelor in Paradise couples, anybody that breaks up on the show, I never, for the most part, count them out of at least hooking up again or possibly dating again. I've seen it way too many times. I've heard directly from people saying I'll never go out with him again. And then they do. So I don't really put much stock into the fact that Genevieve and Aaron broke up on the show. I'm not saying they are going to get back together, but if they do, nothing would surprise me. Uh, Genevieve and Shanae were brought on stage because of their burgeoning and their friendship on this show. They were gifted a trip to Niagara Falls because that's where the two on one happened during Clayton season. Um, in terms of Eliza and Rodney, we know that Eliza gives to Rodney a rose at the next rose ceremony. Then the next morning she says that she made a mistake. She tells Rodney she made a mistake. Rodney obviously leaves. Then we see footage of her getting on a plane and going to Baltimore to see Justin asking him, uh, you know, to possibly see if there's a chance. And he said, no, he's wanted somebody who's all in. However, later on, we find out that they were still talking after camera stopped rolling in Baltimore and they thought maybe they were going to meet up when, when Justin was going out to LA. And then Justin said, when he went out to LA, he tried to contact Eliza and she ghosted him. And Eliza comes back with, no, I didn't ghost you. You didn't text me until 11 o'clock at night. So <laughs> does that mean he sent her a you up text? I don't know, but it looks like those two, nothing's happening between them either. Um, Logan and Kate, we know broke up on the beach. Kate didn't want um, him going on a date when Lindsay Wyndham came down. She basically wanted to go with Logan. Kate wouldn't let him. But then at the next rose ceremony, Logan offered Kate a rose and she said, no, there's going to be some mention of her talking about the fact that he drives an orange Nissan and, and couldn't afford some sort of gym membership. So basically they're painting her as like, he doesn't have money. He can't do anything for me. I don't want to date him. That's how it's going to come across from what I've been told. 
And then um, Andrew was asked out on a date by NC, who hasn't come on the show yet. You'll see NC come on the date with a date card, goes out with Andrew. Later, he had to decide between Jasenia and NC. He couldn't do it, so he basically just left. Um, he said at the reunion it was things were different once uh, once Teddy left, and Teddy wasn't even at um, the reunion taping. And a few last things. Uh, Romeo and Kira are still talking. Uh, I told you what I had heard, uh, I think, on Thursday or Friday of last week, that uh, Jacob and Jill were still trying to make things work, and that's what happened at the taping. Jacob asked Jill if she'd still be interested in continuing to date, and she said yes. And then um, in terms of the Michael and Sierra thing, um, Sierra did say that uh, she wishes that Michael was straightforward with her and that it was her that he didn't feel it with and not that he wasn't ready. And then she did say she kissed Michael three times after they broke up. So she was under the impression there was still a chance Michael denied ever doing that. So, again, it's kind of a he said, she said in that situation. I have no idea who's right in that. Um but you know my thoughts on how Michael handled it. I think he could have handled it a lot better. But doesn't mean that him and Danielle don't make a good couple. And, you know, they're, it's on to their future and see what happens between them. So, yeah, that was basically all you got for the Bachelor in Paradise reunion taping. It's all on my Twitter feed. It'll be in my column tomorrow. Elsewhere going on in Bachelor Nation world, the Final Four is set for Zach's season. The Final Four Rose Ceremony is tonight. So your Final Four women are Gabriella Elnicki. Um, why am I blanking? Charity Lawson, Katie Bigger, and who had the date last Wednesday? That was the one I actually had um, video of. Oh, my God, I'm blanking. Duh, it was Ariel Frankel. Uh, she had her date in New York that uh, there were um, pictures of that I had had in... Um, when they were in Murray Hill. So your final four, Gabriella, Ariel, Charity, and Caitlin. Final four rose ceremony is tonight in Los Angeles. Hopefully I'll find out soon uh, where they're headed for overnights and final rose ceremony. On Friday, during the day, we had gotten information in regards to the entertainment sites reporting that Gabby and Eric had broken up. And Gabby and Rachel, like I said, were at the taping. They weren't there for the whole time, but it was a very, very long taping and they weren't going to keep them there for 15 hours. Yes, 15 hours from beginning to end for that taping, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. And there was thoughts that maybe Gabby would, the reason why it was released that day was because Gabby was going to get on stage and talk about it that night. Um... It didn't happen. She did not talk about the breakup. Who knows if she's going to reference it tonight on Dancing with the Stars. Who knows if there's anything going on where maybe they are taking a break. But it certainly looks like they're done. It doesn't seem like this is something that's going to be salvaged. I think Gabby has moved on. I don't really see any point in pausing an engagement and then saying, okay, once I'm done with Dancing with the Stars, why don't we try and revisit this? It just doesn't seem like it. And let's face it, if people who is a mouthpiece for the franchise and us and E online are running with Gabby and Eric have broken up. Well, Gabby and Eric have broken up there. This isn't something where if it was a situation where it was like, no, they are really still together, but they're taking a break. You know, I, that, it would have been reported that way. Um, this is a too big of a story to where, um, 
they're going to just get the story wrong. And bottom line is it's not wrong. They are broken up. Um, you know, could they get back together? I maybe, but it would be the same situation. I don't think they would get back together as an engaged couple. It would be like, Hey, why don't we just date, get to know each other more and then we'll take it from there. But I don't see that happening either. Looks like they have both moved on. And this thing is donezo. Look, can't really say I'm too surprised, and it's not because, oh, I'm just negative about every couple from this franchise. No, I mean, The Bachelorette has a much more successful track record than The Bachelor does. We know this. Even the ones that end up breaking up, they last longer. This season, an abject failure. Rachel and Tino couldn't even last two months. Gabby and Eric lasted, what, an extra month? They lasted from May till, you know, last week, so barely six months but they really only lasted a month from the time they were a public couple because they went public as a couple on the finale, which was the 20th or 21st, right? So, uh, or the 20th. Yeah. So, you know, they lasted what, five, six weeks, I guess a little over a month. It's just too hard. And like I said, on Friday, this dance with the stars curse is a thing. Um, it's just very hard to immediately go into Dancing with the Stars when you're trying to build a relationship with somebody. I'm not saying it's Gabby's fault, and I'm not saying she should have turned it down, but she had to have known that this was a strong possibility that it was going to put more pressure on their relationship and it was going to be hard on their relationship. And But I see her side of not turning down Dancing with the Stars. Nobody in their right mind would turn that show down. You get six figures just to show up. You know, It's low six figures, 125 or 150, just to be a contestant. And then you get bonuses every single week you last. 20000 for the first three weeks, 30000 for weeks four to six, 40000 weeks six to nine, and then $50,000 bonus. If you get to the finals, I mean, you make it to the final. You win this thing, it's almost $400,000. And she's going to get to the finals. So Gabby's going to make a good three hundred grand being on this show for all the money that she has made, not to mention stuff that she's going to make post-show, the opportunities that come. I just... I don't fault anybody for going on this show. However, there's probably a part of Gabby that was like, this is more important to me than my relationship. Because I got to believe Gabby spoke to former contestants who went directly into the show and they told her nobody that has gone straight from the show into Dance with the Stars told her, oh, yeah, this is great. It'll be so easy on your relationship. I guarantee they all told her, look, it's going to be difficult. But Gabby still made the decision to do the show. And I don't fault her for that. I really don't because that's too much good money to be made. And these people are all capitalizing. If you say that means that she didn't care about her relationship, I think that could be fair. That could be a fair criticism. She cared more about establishing a brand and making money post bachelorette since you don't really make Dick as the bachelorette. Um, but I don't think they were going to, she did. If she didn't do the show, I'd still don't think they'd work out long-term anyway. They just, I just didn't see it between them from the very get-go. I said it the, the night after the finale, and I'll say it today. Just never saw it long-term with Gabby and Eric. All right, just want to wrap up with this. Sports over the weekend. <laughs> it was interesting because if you listen to my pick on Friday, I told you I liked Tennessee plus the 8, plus the 8.5, plus the 9. That one lost. But if you listen to that whole thing, what did I tell you? I said I like all three underdogs in the three big games. I like Tennessee. I like LSU. And I like Notre Dame. Now, the two that I didn't pick ended up not only winning or not only covering, but winning the game outright. So for me, I bet all three on the spread, went two and one there. 
I bet all three on the money line, went two and one there, and I did three two-team teases and a three-team tease with all three, and every single one of those won. So I actually went, mm, what, uh, between, those ten, uh, between those 10 bets, I went eight and two. So the problem is the one bet I gave out to you over the weekend was, was Tennessee before the weekend, and, you know, they didn't win, but they covered a seven-point tease because they only lost by 14. Um, if you did a six-point tease, I don't see how you didn't win because it was eight and a half or nine at kickoff, so that would have a minimum tease on that would have gotten you plus 14 and a half. You would have covered by a half. Obviously, the 10-point tease for all three that I told you that I was definitely doing, that played. Um, that one won two of the three money lines, won all four teases that I did, two, three two-team teases and a three-team tease. It was a good weekend. So sorry that I gave the the one game that lost was the one I gave you. But if you did listen to that whole thing, you know I liked three. I liked three games, and um, unfortunately the other two were the ones that won. Uh, but it was a good weekend, and um, I haven't even looked at next weekend's card, but should be uh, – I think there's a couple good games. I know Texas TCU is next weekend, and Texas is hosting the game, and college game day is going to be in Austin, which, okay – and Texas, I believe, right now is a touchdown favorite, which seems like a lot considering they have three losses, and TCU is going to be probably fourth in the country, at worst fifth, and 8-0. Why are they getting seven points at Texas? It's a good question. They're going to be a public dog, I can tell you that right now. But And they've always played Texas well. You don't, you don't have to look at this year's team versus you know their opponent this year. TCU, since they came to the Big 12, has played really well against Texas off the top of my head. I think they've beaten them more than they've lost to them no matter what year it was. So look into that. Maybe I'll look into that and give you the exact answer, but uh, I know TCU always plays Texas well. And now this year they have even more reason to because they went out. They're one of your four teams in the college football playoff. So that'll do it for today's podcast. Like I said, all your bachelor in paradise reunion spoilers are on my Twitter feed. If you want to check that out, if you don't, I will put them in your um, column tomorrow. There's only one episode this week, just tonight. There's no Tuesday episode this week. So just tonight, have a mini recap tomorrow, and then reader emails Wednesday, podcast, uh, two podcasts on Thursday. So thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. And I will talk to you tomorrow. See you.